Welcome to the Spectral Side with your host, John Mark Poe and Brandon Stoker. With over 40 years of combined experience in the field of paranormal research. So, sit back, enjoy their personal stories and insight into the paranormal. And now, your hosts. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the Spectroside. I'm John Mark Poe. And I'm Brandon Stoker. And tonight we shall be talking probably pretty much about our 40 years experience. Yes. We'll just be or talking over about... 40 years. It'll actually be 45 years for me now. Yeah. Um, yeah. In fact, uh, some, of the, some of the discussion tonight is actually uh, from last night's walk. I got asked some questions. Cool. And so <clears throat> I thought, you know what? That's something we don't really talk that much about. We talk about, well, we've done this and done this, but, you know. I even shared some personal experiences that I had when I was younger that piqued my interest. But really, I've, I've always been kind of interested in the paranormal anyway. Mm-hmm. So, um, but um, one of the things, we'll, we'll get back over that. She was like saying, she was asking, well, how did you get interested or what do you do if you're interested in this in the paranormal, wanting to be a paranormal investigator? And I told her, and she laughed at it, but I mean, I understood why, because I said, well, get yourself checked out. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, and I really do mean that. I mean, in the sense that if you're going to go into the paranormal field, um, you really do need to have a psych evaluation done on yourself just so you know exactly where you are in this, dealing with stuff like this. Yeah, because unfortunately for some people, it can become... Uh, I wouldn't say habit forming, but well, it, addictive. Uh, yeah, addictive to the point where it's dangerous. Yeah, to yeah. where to where it actually becomes uh, worse than a drug. Yeah, I mean we we've and, dealt with that before. Uh huh. And you, it will affect your mental state. Mm-hmm. Advert, you know, poor you. Know, it will make you go damn crazy. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean it will. I mean that's what people don't understand is that because um, <clears throat> you put yourself under such a psychological strain. Exactly. Doing this because a lot of people don't understand that even if there's nothing there, you're still underneath psychological, you're still under this pressure, you know, to make sure that there is something there or not something there. Mm -hmm. So uh, it can wear on you. And, you know, another thing, uh, so get yourself checked out. Another good thing is to do is make sure that you're part of a group or you have somebody that you can talk to, you can deal with, like a, you and know, at least a ghost member, buddy. Yeah, you know. or at least one member that's actually, you know, grounded in reality. Yeah. Who said, yeah, that could be something, but it could be this too. Let's check it out first. Exactly. And that's one thing is like, you know, like we always said, that's you and I, I both, yeah. yeah, you and I both are very much about that. Yeah. We, we always like, that's cool, but let's check it out first. Yeah. I'll listen and, to and that. If, yeah. And if we can't find anything that will, well, that's when we go, Hey, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, so, but yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's the biggest thing about it is, you know, that healthy dose of skepticism. Yes. Yeah. There's something there. I mean, it's been reported in over hundreds of like hundreds of thousands of years. If we had writings back that far, Yeah. but there's legends and there's stories about ghosts and there's mm-hmm. story about things that are going bump in the night. Exactly. And like, <laughs> where did those come from? It's not because somebody went, Hey, I think, uh, this yeah. it's like it's you know it's something they actually experienced 
Yeah. They couldn't explain it, so they explain it this way. Yeah, they made a, myth, a mythos about it. Yeah, yeah. Even though you know today we could probably explain it away, mm -hmm. you know, logically, like, oh no, what you're hearing is this, 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 this. Sure. But it doesn't mean that you know at some point in time something else was causing this that we can't explain. Yeah, I mean, there's like out in the deserts, um, yeah. like Middle Eastern deserts, there's an insect that made this god awful noise. And it used to be believed that that was a sign, a sound of the gene, the uh, the genie, but the they called it something else. Jin. Jin. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> so, um, you know, that's now explainable away. But people still have their superstitions and their, you know, their their what am I thinking of? Um, their dogmas. Yeah. And that's what that is. You know, even though it can be explained away. Mm -hmm. um, but if you're going to also get into paranormal investigation, then we do recommend you take some sort of either you get psychology books, you follow people of psychology, parapsychology books as well, because that will teach you to look at the environment that you go into. Yes. Yeah, I mean, so many times people look at this old house. Oh, it's an old house. It's got to be haunted. Yeah, well, that goes to my old saying, just because it's old doesn't mean it's haunted. No. And just because, and there's the other thing, just because it's new doesn't mean it's, it's not, not haunted. Because mm -hmm. it's like I was telling her, uh, telling this woman who was talking to me last night, or the other night, no, oh, last night, um, Saturday, this is Sunday. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> kind of sad there. Well, we're kind of also recording on a different day. Yeah. I'm kind of thrown off by that too. Um, but the, I told her, you know, we lived in this house in Auburn supposedly we were the only ones I asked my mom and dad about it and they said there was a brand new house. No one had lived in it before, even though I don't necessarily believe that. Um, because there was another wallpaper under the wallpaper that was in the house when we first moved in and I'm sitting here going, hmm. <laughs> yeah. but I was there during the summer one time and I was, I was probably, I mean, I was younger, a lot younger. Uh, but I can remember, I mean, this, I'll date myself, a Tandy 1000, all right? That's what I was playing with. That's what I was working on. <laughs> so if that gives you an idea how old this was. And I'm sitting here, and I was just kind of zoned out a little bit, and I heard my name. I heard Brenda in a whisper, like it was right beside my ear. And I got up, and I I, I was in a state of shock, but I knew I wasn't going to freak out and run out of the room screaming like a little girl. I was going to get out. I, was, I sat up like, okay. I just had my name said. I calmly got up, walked out of the room, and went downstairs. Now, that doesn't mean the thing couldn't follow me, but, you know, I was like, I got out of the environment and I stayed calm. So, in a somewhat, some weird ways, it's like it's almost inherent inside us to, some people just have the inherent ability Right. To be able to handle paranormal activity. I give you another example of that. Uh, my parents' mm -hmm. house. Mm -hmm. uh, we built that house back in 1983. Mm -hmm. And uh, before then, it was a pasture. Yeah. I mean, it had been a pasture for the past, you know, forever and a day. I even knew the people who owned the land across from us. They mm -hmm. had been there for over 100 years. Yeah. And it was still just a pasture there. Ain't nothing ever been there. Yeah. So even, so it's a brand new house. Brandy land, nothing there. But we still had things happen. Like, my mom has heard footsteps walking around upstairs when she's the only one home. Yeah. Uh, they've heard footsteps walking around on the back porch when nobody's out back. Yeah. Uh, 
I've actually, me, I've seen uh, a, f- a female form mm-hmm. in the house twice. Sure. And uh, my brother-in-law saw it one time from his house looking back down to the house. Oh, wow. Yeah. It was kind of funny. I was home by myself. Uh, my mom and dad gone on oh, a trip. Oh, they saw it. You saw it while you were in the house, uh-huh. but you didn't see it. I never saw it. Oh, he was. That's, uh, that's kind of that's kind no, of a, no. that's kind of unnerving. Yeah, because because what happened was I was at the house by myself. <clears throat> Mom and Dad had gone on a trip. They were due back that day. Yeah, and uh, he called and said, you know, want to talk to Dad. I said, well, they're not home yet. And he said, what do you mean? I saw you know your mom in the window over there. <laughs> I was like, uh, 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 I'm by myself. He goes. Oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> Just like that's one of our stories, you know, the person who told us they told their they told their friend when they came back after all the noises and basically told the person, Oh, by the way, you have a ghost in your room. I'm like, I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. That's probably not a good idea, like, oh by the way <laughs> you there's a dead lady my... upstairs standing in the window. Oh, it seems so funny. I've even touched her. Oh, is that the one? Yep. <laughs> You gotta tell that story. Yes. All right. So this is how this is what happened. Uh, it's upstairs in my parents' home back when I was living there. I was going from my room to the bathroom, <laughs> and there's enough room. Okay, the way it is, the stair. If I'm coming out of my room, there's a stairwell on the right. Mm-hmm. There's a bedroom on the left. Mm-hmm. Bathroom directly in front of me. Yeah. I have enough room to stretch out my arms, and I got about a six foot wingspan. And I could stretch out my arms and not touch anything. Now, you see, I can't see in the dark. I'm night blind. Yeah. So I kept my hands out so I wouldn't run into the wall or fall down the stairs. So I went to the bathroom, no problem. Came out of the bathroom. Did not have my right hand stretched out. Uh, I, it was actually bent almost up close to me. And I felt something. <laughs> and I immediately knew it was a woman. Yeah. That's funny. That's what I felt. Yeah. And it freaked me out for a minute because I thought, uh-oh, that's mob. <laughs> but then I immediately took my hand out. Yeah. Nothing was there. I didn't even run, run my hand back and forth. Uh, and there's no way that anybody could have walked around me or backed into another room without me hearing it on the floor or you, me touching them. You molested a ghost. <laughs> and there was absolutely nothing there. And I went right back into my bedroom. That's I funny. even asked my mom, said, were you up around walking around last night? She said, no, I was in bed all night. And I'm like, oh, okay. That's funny. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, but like I said, it seems like some people are just naturally inherent to well, be able to handle that kind of I'll thing. I'll tell you something really funny. Good. She was never, she's never heard upstairs whenever I was upstairs again after that. Only when <laughs> I was not in the house was she ever heard again. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, I mean, that's an interesting, but that is an interesting thing. It's like, what is that? I mean, why, I mean, could there have been an old home there at some point further back than what these people knew? Could there have been? Well, there was an old home uh, where our barn is, Mm -hmm. which basically is about 75, 80 yards from the house. Mm -hmm. An old home was there. So the question is, excuse me as I yawn. Uh, The question is, is could that be some sort of entities or spirits that were left over that were just still on the on the grounds? Impossible. Yeah, and they just investigate. I mean, that means that you're dealing with an intelligent Mm -hmm. haunt. So, um, but yeah, I mean, but getting back to the the whole other thing about this is, is you know, that's what that's that's what we're talking about. It's like we've had experiences throughout our life. 
Um, and a lot of people, they want to have the thrill of finding something. Uh, but that comes under the guise of <clears throat> be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Because you might get it. Yeah. Um, and there's in entities, let's just say, I'm going to say non-human entities, because I've always been questionable, questioned, questionable <laughs> about um, human entities following people home. Because they always seem to be locked into a physical location. Yeah. I mean, even though you have them show up yeah. in, in your You're, mom's house, but they were still the physical location of the grounds. Yeah. And then like, uh, she might have been walking through your house going, Lord, this is nicer than mine. <laughs> <laughs> might be why she hung out over there. You yeah, know? until that night. And then she, I ain't going upstairs no more when I came home. That little pervert. <laughs> hey, touched my memory glands. <laughs> That's funny. I still think that's, I love that. First time you told me that, that was so funny. It still is hilarious. You molested a ghost. That's why they run from me now. Yeah, right? That's what it is. That's why That's why it is. She went over to the other side. By the way, he can touch you. In, oh, that's funny. In a bad way. So that's funny. But no, I mean, so, I mean, um, but yeah, I mean, I, that's one thing that people got to be careful of because, um, just say, and I'm not going to call them demons, or I'm not going to call them that right there. People want to. I think it's just too big of a generic term. But these entities that are malevolent. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, that could actually be a human. Yeah. You know, they're bad in life. They're probably going to be bad in death, too. Yeah, but the ones I'm talking about are the ones that maybe they, the, the human entities uh, sometimes feel like they're kind of grounded to the locations where they are. Mm-hmm. And um, even though if you watch the Haunted Mansion, that's not the case in that one. But they came. I always came back. Um, but these ones that seem to follow people home, they always seem to be connected to something. They always seem to be not necessarily a human kind of a thing. Yep. Uh, at least that's been my personal experience that I've seen. Most people have talked about how they were like they would always smell something unpleasant, or they would have this smelling like of of course it's sulfur. Or, or even rotten smells. Yeah. So I've, and, ne- I've never smelled that any any time. I've only smelled. I've actually smelled that a couple of times. Not the sulfur smell, but I've smelled like a decayed smell. Yeah. And that one was a little bit. That was a little bit unnerving because I've always heard about it, and I've only had that happen in shoot. I mean, basically, I, in high school. Uh, is when I got more serious in doing investigations, but I started off more in the darker side of things because we had a large satanic activity going on in the area. And <laughs> I was actually going out and investigating these alleged satanic sites. I was going out scaring you. Put Jesus out of them. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was actually one uh, in the Tuskegee National Forest, and these people were serious. I mean, they had built a building out in the woods that I mean, it was built. I mean, it had, it had this building. I mean, it had rebar, core filled, and it had symbols on the inside of the building as well. This wasn't like a camping house or anything like this. And they were digging a well too, so there was some serious. This was it was laid out in a very interesting pattern too. But they also found, um, not too far away from that, they found a. Uh, actually remains of a human that had shown sacrifice. So we actually went out there and unfortunately I don't have the videos anymore of us going out there and investigating the place. But if you listened really close to the videos, you would, you could actually hear some stuff in underneath the voices. 
and I can remember going back and listening, like, what was that noise? And I went back, and it sounded like, like voices that were not us. Because cool. it was only me, it was only me and one other person, and another, maybe one, might have been three of us that day. Uh, so, but we went to Chihuahua State Park. There was an area down there that was, had some incidences that were there as well. And, you know, we went several places and looked around at those. So, um, yeah, I, I, like I said, I went around and scared the bejesus out of a few of them. What was that? I have no idea. You got mail. Um, I don't know. <laughs> my, my computer will do that. Sometimes. Okay. But, uh, but no, I mean, that's just the whole thing about it. Is so, hey, I've, I do. <laughs> I've always, I recognize the sound. I always, um, it's like with me, even as a small kid, I always felt like I saw things. I remember, I can remember being maybe three or four years old because it surprised me. And I actually saw it several years later. Um, we used to live um, in this really nice double wide. And I can remember as a kid, my eyes are opening up. And I remember seeing this. And I said it was the tooth fairy because I was like three or four years old. I saw the tooth fairy. But I can remember seeing this very bright light right beside my bed. And it looked like a, like a star, like, you know, like, like you see just like this, just rays of light mm-hmm. coming from it. And <clears throat> several years later, when my parents moved out to where they live now, um, I was still living at home before I got married. And um, I saw it again. And I was probably, this is probably, the first one was in like 74, 75. This other one was in like 80, like 90 something, 90, 92, 93, 94 is when I saw it. So, um, so yeah, there was definitely, so I've always known there's something, there's always been something there. So, so I've always we'll had look experience. look again next year. Well, maybe so. Um, but it's just like, I've always wondered what that was. And it does turn out that my parents apparently have activity in their house as well. So that might have been something I was connected to that I could see. That's um, it. Look for it again next year. See if it uh, well, it's never it shown up over here. twenty years. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's never it's never shown up. <clears throat> it's never shown up over here. I've never seen it over here. Well, it's because um, it's not time yet. Like that. Well, even then, I mean, I've 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 seen other things, but I just <laughs> yeah. I wish you would let me know what it was. You know. So. Oh, but that reminds me. Uh, it's it. <laughs> you, you, you okay? So, this happened. <laughs> Excuse me. This happened this weekend, mm-hmm. Friday night. Okay. Over at my house. Oh, fun. Uh, my son and uh, his friend Shaggy. Is that the guy I saw? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, uh, they call him Shaggy. Shaggy. Remember, he actually looks like Shaggy. He does, actually. Just a short Shaggy. Anyway, uh, they had their airsoft guns, and they were out back, you know, shooting each other. Mm-hmm. With the airsoft guns, why well, I, I can't understand why people do that. It doesn't hurt. Yeah, it does. Oh, have you been shot with a full omen? Yeah. I'm sorry, I had to check these things. Anyway, so they were telling me about it. So uh, Shaggy's uh, up by the uh, my shop, uh-huh. uh, which is in which is right beside our house. He's in between the house and the shop. Now my son Michael, he's over by our uh, fenced-in area where we let the dog run. Yeah. So he's over in that area. And uh, Shaggy's looking back uh, west. 
whereas my son is south of him. Mm -hmm. So he's looking west, and he actually has a scope on his gun. And it's about 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning, and he sees this dark figure slumped over, like yeah. he's sneaking around. So immediately he thinks it's Michael. Mm -hmm. Like puts the scope on it, watches him, shoots him. Nothing happens. He <laughs> keeps watching, shoots him again, again, and again. he said he shot him about three, or four, you know, four or five times. And uh, said he just kept going, and he said he watched him as he went uh, all the way. He said it, the shadow itself was darker than the night, so he could watch it. And uh, you know, we have almost uh, no light pollution out there. Mm-hmm. So uh, the moon is actually, uh, even at half like it is now, puts out a good deal of light that you can see by. Yeah. And so he was actually able to watch this, you know, creeping figure. And he said it was definitely man-shaped, yeah. human-shaped. And said it was bent over like it was holding something. Because that's why I thought it was my, you know, thought it was Michael holding his gun. <laughs> he watched it go to the uh, neighbor's yard and walk through the barbed wire fence and then just kind of disappear. Huh. And he was like, what the hell? And about that time, he got shot. <laughs> Michael <laughs> shot from behind. He turned and goes, what the? That wasn't you? What the? You know. And oh, he cool. just yeah, I mean, freaked him out a bit. <laughs> yeah, and, and that's just it. I mean, like I said, paranormal activity can pretty much happen anywhere. Uh, we did have one person on the, on the uh, walk last night. And I think he might have been a slight um, doubter. Because he said, because he, I think his girlfriend stopped him from talking. Because we were talking, uh, me and this other lady were talking about Sydney over in the, yeah. in the thing. And the guy said, well, I don't know what y'all are seeing and blah, 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 like that. And then all of a sudden, and, and he said something. I, I knew where he was going in the conversation because he said, he said, I've been. And then it's like stopped. And his conversation stopped and his girlfriend was looking at him. And, um, and I don't know if you noticed that some of the stuff I say is like, these are personal experiences of people. Yeah. And it doesn't happen to everybody. You remember how I said that? Yeah. And that's what, and that's the whole point about this. It's not going to happen. <clears throat> and I would be actually, I'd be more nervous about something if it could, if it does happen on cue, if it does happen, if you ask something to do something and it does something every time, that would be where I'd be more worried about what it, what it possibly could be than if it was a human entity or something like that or something worse you know that would be what i would worry about I'd be like okay this thing's awfully helpful yeah you know? so that would worry me me so, too yeah i mean so um but yeah when you're dealing with like the shadows walking around i mean you're no telling what he was looking at i mean i know see and the thing is we've had you know two native americans have been seen walking around you know native american spirits sure they haven't seen walking by the house well, plus what's interesting about your area out there where you live is you have a lot of water underground moving. I live on top of an underground river. Yeah. And I live on top of a quartz vein. Yeah, exactly. So the fact that you have that activity happening out there is really, according to parapsychology, and not parapsychology, but paranormal theories, you are right on top of a battery mm -hmm. of power for these things to be attracted yep. to or anything else. We've, we've even got some pretty interesting uh, EVPs out there. My yep. favorite one is we were out there in in uh, backyard, mm -hmm. and we were doing an EVP session with some friends. Yeah. And uh, it was hilarious. We weren't getting anything, you know, and we were getting, getting kind of late. So one of the ladies on there says, well, uh, 
Didn't seem like anybody wants to talk tonight, so we're uh, we're gonna go and head on home. All right, let's go. Yeah. And she turns it off, right? And so mm-hmm. we go back and listen, and she says, "You can, you know." And she says that, and just right after she says, "All right, let's go," and you hear this little boy's voice. Show sure enough, let's go. <laughs> I wonder what she thought about it after she heard that. Like, oh crap! <laughs> She's like, "You gotta hear this. Listen to this." And, and, and it wasn't my son because he was he was inside at the time. Sure. Well, the funny thing is, is if you hear a little ghost go, okay, let's go, you might be, might, they might have misunderstood you and they might be able to come home with you at mm-hmm. that time. Because I think that, like I said, I kind of think that like human entity Michelle, kind of spirits right. have to like be given permission or something. Uh, but I mean, it was just a little That's enthusiastic funny, yeah. little boy going, all right, let's go. Well, she might have had a little visitor that <laughs> night. Uh oh. That's funny. But yeah, I mean, I mean, I've, I've caught. Like, like, show enough. Let's go. Sure enough. Well, no, like, show yeah, enough. Show enough. That's what that's, that's, that's it. Well, show enough. Let's go. That'd be like in a, that, like a 2030s kind of a thing there. So that's what I'm saying. And, and plus the idea that your area out there with all the water and the quartz veins and stuff like that. And big, and, I mean, and, you've and, given me some of those. Uh-huh. Sh- and they're not just rock. They're like shards. I mean, they're like literally. There had to have been some sort of level of volcanic activity out there one time to create those kind of things because usually those are created in volcanic type of actions. So I'm just surprised you hadn't seen a ghost out there, a, a dinosaur ghost. <laughs> I mean, so they haven't seen so far. Yeah. But no, I mean, so I think it's, I think, you know, it's a great thing to, uh, if you want to go into the paranormal investigation, I mean, it's, it's, it's an interesting field to mm-hmm. go into. Uh, but I think you just have to be really, really careful with yourself because yeah. so many people go in with it with good intentions and then end up uh, losing themselves. Right. And, or, or if you, or if you, you know, or get the big head. Yeah. Or if you get like, you know, like, like what's always going on in my house mm-hmm. outside, or I should say outside my house, nothing going on inside the house at all. If you're wondering what that noise is, it's my refrigerator. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah. Um, but like I said, nothing goes on inside the house. Know too. Yeah. <laughs> That goes on inside the house. It's always outside the house. Yeah. And, you know, most people would be freaked out that the place was, you know, haunted and spirits are roaming around, going to get them and stuff. And, you know, they seem more residual than intelligent. I will tell you this, and I've actually been thinking, you know, sometimes, you know, they always say, they say, don't do an investigation where you live, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I will tell you this. Here lately, I've actually heard what sounds like music playing in my house cool when there's no music playing in my house cool so i'll be laying in bed at night and it sounds like voices and it sounds like talking and it sounds like music like very neighbors no because our neighbors echo like that you can hear everything that goes on over my neighbor if it was next door i would say yeah but he doesn't he doesn't live there and the other closest neighbors that we have are across the street but their house is at the very back. There's almost a almost a half acre between the road and their house, mm-hmm. and it's all trees. Yeah. So that's what I first thought it was too, and now I've heard like a doom 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 doom. Now that um, in the back of the where where my bedroom is that on the side that my bedroom's on, it will sometimes pick up low frequencies like low resonance sounds. People are driving by back <clears> down that highway. Yeah, or like even way up over there. But it's a low. I, I know the I know the sound of that oh. one. But this is like literally. I'm sitting, laying in bed, mm-hmm. listening to like someone. I actually went outside because I thought it was somebody outside my house talking. 
And I'm like, and I came out there and you know, I've got a sword, a real true, yeah. true to life sword right yeah. there. I came out there. I was like, Oh, somebody's going to get something. I'm fixing to have me a new skull. So, <laughs> I see. That's it. We got, uh, we have guns and we like to use them. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be getting new one soon. Uh, but over there, see, this is another thing when you're, when you're an investigator, know your terrain. And I'll give you an excellent example of this. You remember uh, last week when uh, Opelika, downtown Opelika had the bands playing? Sure. Believe it or not, I could hear those bands from my house. I can believe that. You see, where I'm located, I live up on top of a very big hill, and there's a lot of hollows going through there. Mm-hmm. And Opelika is actually going downhill from where I live. Mm-hmm. And so apparently... All that noise is traveling through those hollows, and now that it's fall, you know, I mean, you know, leaves are pretty much gone, so there's yeah. not much stopping that sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think sound actually travels better in cooler weather than it does, it does hot weather. It does. And so we're, I was actually able to hear that band playing, and I was laughing because, you know, I was, I was thinking, first of all, you know, it's one of the trailer parks over there, mm-hmm. not far from the house. Yeah. And, uh, I got to listening to it. I was like, wait a minute. No, that's a live band. Because I could tell. Sure. I was like, oh, that's so cool. I can hear that. That's just kind of freaky. <laughs> well, where I used to live in Auburn, we were a good ways away from the train track. Yeah. And during the winter months, during the late fall, early winter, you could hear the train. Oh, well, it's like over at the house. Same thing. Yeah. You know, we can hear that train. And but uh, we were actually, the Azalea Drive, the hill that we we're on, is actually was one of the it was a higher hill in the area. You, mm-hmm. you really couldn't tell how high up you actually were. Yeah. So we were up elevated and you could hear, you can't really hear that. Well, I don't live there anymore, but before we moved, it was even harder to hear because I think of all the construction and people, more yeah. people moving in. Well, that's what I'm saying. You know, <clears throat> know your terrain. Yeah. Know your elevations because at certain levels, you're going to be able to hear things that, you know, you're not, you don't think you're going to be able to hear. And then at some lower levels, you're not going to be able to hear things you think you should be able to hear. Sure. And like sometimes you'll hear phantom noises and you can't figure out where it's coming from, but because of your terrain, it's like could be you know four or five miles away. Exactly. And the other thing is you know even the, even the, like acoustics and that's the other thing I'm gonna say. If you're going to do paranormal paranormal investigation, investigation, you have to actually take time and learn about sound. Yeah. You have to learn about light. You have to learn about infrasounds. You have to learn about all the, the scientific things. I mean, even hot and cold and how it reacts to each other. Exactly. Um, my, Airflow. Yeah. Know, I mean, the humidity, biggest, temperature, all of that actually. Exactly. It's like we were in investigating in this one place and everybody was freaking out because it kept getting cold. But the room, the building was very hot. Yeah. Well, your body. It's trying to cool off. So it's actually going through a cooling state. I mean, it's just sweating, and all of a sudden you get a cold chill, and people were freaking out. And I'm sitting here going, I'm not feeling anything but my body trying to cool down. So I never really put anything up to that. Um, but that's what I'm saying is you have, you have to have a very broad interest, or you have to be willing to broaden your interest to go into this. Exactly. Because if you're just going in with a very narrow point of view – then you're going to find ghosts everywhere, mm-hmm. even if there's not any ghosts. Yep. And once again, like I said, you got to know what your terrain's made out of. Yeah. Like, you know, is there water under the ground? Is mm-hmm. there crystals, of quartz crystals there? Yeah. There's mica. Is there radon? Yeah. 
because there's actually in parts of Georgia, the ground has Alabama. radon, natural radon in it. Yeah, and you're in Alabama. Actually, yeah, it actually affects your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also lithium. Mm-hmm. There's also actual, you know, natural lithium in the ground. Yeah. They're up in North Georgia, there's a nice big place where there's really good natural lithium in the ground. Mm-hmm. I was like, that would be the perfect place to put tobacco plants. Yeah. And get you some good cigar tobacco and uh, <laughs> pipe tobacco with lithium in it. In Charge case you, up in the day. In, in case you don't know, lithium is used in medications to calm you. Oh. That's funny. So you can power your car and calm yourself down. Yep. There you go. Didn't know that. I did not know the lithium was used for that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, so, but yeah, that's that to me. I think a lot of people, um, it's not as it's not as bad as it used to be, and um, even we don't get the calls like we used to. Um, but I think a lot of people, you know, we I, that's one thing. I'm kind of glad it did calm down, and I still want us to go do that investigation over yeah. there. What's their faces? Uh, the pinball place. Yeah, we uh, are definitely. I'm going to be talking. I'm going to try to talk to them next week. Yeah, if we can get something, and then we do, you know, some first of the year or whatever. Yeah. Then we can have something new for the next year's walk. Yeah. Uh, but you know, for me, I'm just. I mean, that's what I think about. I mean, like I said, there's not. It's not as. It's not as a hot topic as it used to be because you used to have like f- thousands of paranormal groups, mm-hmm. and now if you do paranormal investigation, you, you may just find a few hundreds. Yeah. yeah. Over no, the country. Actually, I mean, I'm it's, talking about countrywide. Yeah, it's it's dropped dramatically. Yeah, it's almost nothing there. And uh, but yeah, I mean, so a lot of people who still want to get into it, and I think it's really good because now we have more people who are more of a um, scientific yeah, mind. Yeah, they're more rational yeah. in their thinking. And not, they're not in it for the dog and pony show. Exactly. And you know that's that, that was one thing. Somebody was somebody was talking to me about the paranormal. I just like, hit my hand on the table. That kind of hurt. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it's a sharp little edge right there. Oh, um, solid too. <laughs> it used to be a massage table. Mm. Um, uh, now it's a crush my hand table. <laughs> <laughs> but the, uh, but I was telling this one people. So it's like we don't provoke. I don't right. like provoking. I know what's the point. Yeah, I mean, if you do provoke something, you're leaving. Yeah, you know, unless you piss it off enough and it follows you home. Yeah, then you deserve it. Yeah, um, and we've known a certain famous individual who has done that, and it followed his ass home. And yep. excuse my language, and it uh, <clears throat> it it taught him a few lessons, and they yeah, recognized yep. some issues. So um, now everything's a demon. Yeah, and it's not. I mean, we don't know what no. it is. I think I think if somebody yells, it's a demon immediately. Then I think they have a very narrow point of view about things, and it and I it could be a freaking drinking. It could be a daggum drip, a drip of water behind a wall that you're hearing. I mean, yep. that it no, could it's be anything. Yeah, dinosaur goes. It could be anything, and that's and that's what we try to tell people is like the. But the moment you say words like demon uh-huh. or dark energy, yeah. or an evil this entity, yeah, they those are trigger words for people, and it actually stirs up more fear, yeah. than it's helping. I go, no, this is a squirrel. Yeah, and that, that's happened ups. before too. People say, I kept hearing something in the attic, and um, <laughs> it's a raccoon, man. Yeah. And that, like I said, in my background, when I was doing all this construction, we got called multiple times where people were saying, well, I think we have squirrels or we think we have this. We think we have that. I think we were like that one investigation we were on and it turned out to be woodpeckers. Yeah. Yeah. And the interesting thing is, is and this is the, the another thing you got to realize, coincidences do happen. I mean, we were asking for 
noises like, oh, can you please make a sound for us? And it would like right after we say something. Yeah, it would tap. Could you do it again? Yeah. And that's in on that moment. Oh, that's kind of good. And then okay, did it again. Oh, it's still doing it. Wow. And that's when I walked outside. I said, I, I was like, well, I know this sound. Uh-huh. As soon as you open the door, it, you could, you, it flew away. Yep. And it was like, okay, I don't see it, but you know, like, come on, let's go out here. I remember that because we were, because uh, yep. you opened up the door and there wasn't nothing there. Yep. And you were like, well, I could have sworn. And I was like, well, let's just go outside and stand out there for a little bit. Maybe it'll come back. Well, not just that. I looked at the, I looked at the um, fascia boards, mm-hmm. and I saw the fascia boards. One had bee holes in them, and then on the backsides, because they're usually thinner on the backsides, they had been tapping, and you could see where they had been drilling into the fascia boards and eating the bee larva. And then we saw the little red pecker, red-headed woodpecker, over in the daggum tree. Uh Uh-huh. And then when we went outside and sat out there for a few minutes, it flew back, and we watched him go to work. And Okay, there you go. Yep. Oh, and and because we were talking to her over the phone, Mm-hmm. And we had her stay inside. Yeah. And I remember that. I said, okay, you're hearing it now? She's like, yeah, it's going on right now. I'm like, okay, you got a woodpecker. Exactly. And the, the, that's the problem, like I said, um, when you're doing uh, when you're doing the investigations where people get addicted to this, mm-hmm. simple stuff like that to them seems like it's this big, massive, paranormal, you know, yeah. slime is coming out of the wall because this thing is responding to them. But their brain... I don't, it's not pareidolia. There's another term for this where you're bra- it's where, crazy. Well, it's not even crazy. It's like <laughs> you're, you put together bits and pieces of things and they seem to uh, coincide with each other. Yeah. But they're just, it's literally a coincidence. Now, if you say, Hey, tap three times, wait, tap four times and it does it, there might be something to it. But one thing that used to piss me off is on these shows is when people's like going, um, they'd ask a question and then they would get some sort of like tapping sound 20 minutes later. And they, like, oh, and I remember hearing this and I just I literally turned the channel. I'm like, oh God, no, no, click, click, click. Yeah. And they said, oh, that was an answer to your question 20 minutes ago. I'm like, no, it wasn't. Yeah. It was probably the freaking pipe cooling down over behind you. So I'm just like, because it had all these pipes around them. And, the, and I'm thinking the pipes were cooling down. They just were contracting. So, I mean, you have to have that level of skepticism, you know. Um, but, you know, it's like when you hear walking coming up behind you, that that's kind of hard to explain, you know, especially if you're standing perfectly still and it, like, walks and then walks and then walks. <laughs> it's like it's making it's like walking all over the place in front of you. Like, that might be something a little bit harder to explain. I'll be like, are you drunk? Man, you seem to be. <laughs> well, they are spirits. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, there's some more of that wonderful <laughs> jungle cruise humor. Sorry, jungle cruise humor. I leaned over too far. Oh. Uh, but no, I mean, so that's one thing I think is really important is to really make sure that you have a good grounding in that. You are listening to the spectral side. And Let's now the other do one. this one here as well. This segment of the spectral side is brought to you by the ghoulish garb. The Ghoulish Garb is committed to providing clothing uniquely designed for those who are mystified by witches and intrigued by the macabre and in need of a healthy dose of gallo humor. So check them out at theghoulishgarb.com and really get your ghoul on. 
or as we like to call it, macabre. Macabre. If that's how it's spelled. <laughs> you got to understand, people, when we were doing that commercial, he kept saying macabre. Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's macabre. But that's not what it's... That's it's tots. That's <laughs> not how it's spelled. I was like, no, it's not spelled macabre, but that's how you say it. <laughs> it was, and it's French. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> it's French spelling. It's macabre. Macabre. <laughs> it's like a true macabre. It's <laughs> macabre. And what was so bad is even when I tried to get myself to stop saying macabre, I still kept saying macabre. I'm like, ah. So I was like, you rolled around inside my head. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so it's kind of funny. But yeah, that's actually, that that website is actually uh, on uh, brand by my niece, Shanna Stoker. So if you happen to go there, check it out. It's got some really cool stuff on there. Yes, it is. Um, a, a lot more than I realized, actually. When I yeah. went to the website, I was surprised. I didn't know they had that much stuff. So yeah, I was very impressed with cool. it. And, uh, you know, you can actually sometimes chat on there, too. We, we mm-hmm. chat on there from time to time. Yep. And if you need a, if you need a card reading, I think she's still working Doesn't on that, doing yeah. that. But, uh, but, yeah, she's something else. Love her to death. Love both my nieces. Um, wish I get to see them more. But um, but to get back over on the, the subject of what other people need to realize is, like, you need to also be aware of lore. You yeah, know, legends and mm-hmm. things like that, you know, um, because, you know, sometimes we've had this discussion too, um, <clears throat> how even though people think I'm crazy when I say this, and that's okay, because sure. I think sometimes most of the time, most of the time I think I am. Well, look, we're talking about ghosts. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> we're talking about Bigfoots and ghosts. No, we don't really talk about UFOs that much. Because um, they're not real. Well, there's something. I'm like this. There's something there because I've seen some weird stuff in the sky myself. I still don't know what they are though. Like ghosts. Yeah. It you could see, be something explained. I, I, Even I, I do I, like the. I do like this one theory though. Somebody that? said, actually, what they are is us coming back from the future to the past. They finally figured out time travel. We're just seeing UFOs from the future. It's actually yeah, us. Okay. Uh, here's something I have to say. Because I see it so much on these TV shows. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about TV shows. Is these people who think they're seeing UFOs? Mm-hmm. They're like, "Well, it can't be a plane. I can't hear it." <laughs> I'm like, "You obviously do not understand wind. Yeah, uh, sound actually cannot travel through certain amounts of friction. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, I live in a place where there's no light noise and mm-hmm. hardly no other noise because we're so far out in the country. Yeah." I can have planes fly directly over the house, and you will never hear them. Mm-mm. Well, it's like some of the jets. I've seen some things with a jet. I mean, they're high enough up that the sound's never going to get to you. Exactly. But some reason, you know, and it's far away, too, yeah. that the sound's not going to get there. But these people can't seem to understand that. Now, I will tell you this. Um, I've seen some weird things down at the beach, and that could easily be military planes, or it could be satellites and whatever. Now, I've um, seen, have you ever seen tumbling space junk? I have actually. I got a. I actually took a picture, and it was so freaky because I let the thing expose. For, and I, if I still have it, I'll show it to you. I got to look it up on my on my phone because I, I mean not my phone, but on my uh, camera. I've got about twenty five hundred pictures on my camera, so I'd have to go back and look for it. I actually did a long exposure in the sky, and when I released it, and it was probably about ten to fifteen seconds, so I didn't want to get a lot of star streaks. I had this light 
going around almost like in a like a, a tumbling wobbly circle and the first thing i thought of space jump i mean uh-huh. and it wasn't just going like this it literally like it was in a vortex spinning around in a circle uh-huh. but it was so sporadic that you could tell the way that it was in the in the picture that it was a piece of space junk just uh-huh. tumbling yeah and the camera the only reason why i was able to see it because i was looking up there i didn't see anything I'll be honest, I didn't see the flickering of the lights or anything, but when it came back, <clears throat> I could tell the way that it was streaking in the picture that it was a piece of space junk. Yeah, yeah. see, I've actually seen it. And I've it seen it at Chihuahua, do, not Chihuahua, it, at uh, Spring Villa. Yeah, it'll get bright and it'll start <coughs> to go dim, and then it'll get bright again and it'll start to go dim. Mm-hmm. And what that is, it's just tumbling and reflecting the light from the sun at exactly. different angles. Now, I will tell you this, though. Like I said, my parents have seen some weird stuff above Auburn. We've actually seen the W formation above Auburn. Yeah, see, Mom has seen something over the, over there by the uh, 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 quarry, you know, over there where I live. Mm-hmm. She's seen something over there by that quarry. Yeah, and see, that's that's just it. And it's like, I'm not going to say, I can't, I don't know if who or what they are. Um, and then we have all these reports. And the problem is, you know how they talk about the gray guys and the, yeah. the big guys? There was a lady, um, she supposedly she was supposedly abducted something picked her up from somewhere um she can remember being pulled down rolled down a hallway she said it was a normal hall she said this was some sort of hospital kind of looking hallway and then she was pulled into this room they had put something in her neck you know you always hear about aliens injecting something into the neck right she remembered being pushed into the neck but the thing is though she said, I remember seeing this doctor all dressed in gray smocks with these lenses, with these protective eyeglasses on over his eyes. And she described it. She said, it was a, a normal person. He had a, he had a, a mask on, like a medical mask. He had these large protective goggles on. She said that they were kind of dark looking. And she, he even, she described even though he was wearing a gray hat. And now, if you were, according to some people, um, these shots are supposed to block their memories, which they can do, that there is a shot that can do that. Um, That, but if you think about, if you remember, if you somehow managed to break through that or remember it, what are you going to remember? This gray looking thing with the big eyeballs. There's you, the gray. Mm Mm-hmm. So what is what is the possibility that this is what these are? Yep, and because see, that shot's been around for a really long time. And see, with me, uh, video evidence nowadays, mm-hmm. I, you can't believe it because of two things: one, film editing is so good, yeah, that you can fake anything just about. Yeah, the plus, is way too good unless you just know the person. Plus, you trust them. have you ever have you watched drones? Oh yeah, drones that can be programmed, like you know, almost a hundred drones. Can be programmed to make different shapes, yeah, different things, you know. Well, I can tell you, I I saw something in like like I saw one where they were making it was it was a Christmas thing, yeah. and they had drones doing snowmen, the face of Santa, yeah. Santa and the reindeers flying through the sky. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and those are drones doing all that. Yeah, I'm like, I ain't gonna believe anything I see now. I'm gonna immediately say, oh, it's just a bunch of drones. Yeah, I mean, and that's the problem is the only time that I really. <clears throat> have really believed stories about UFOs um, have been from people that I really trust. 
And sometimes you can just kind of look at someone and tell when they're telling you the truth. Because sometimes the best UFO stories are ever, they're not super like over the top. To me, I think if they get super over the top, that's when it gets a little bit. Like, yeah. Uh, but what happened to me one night, okay, <clears throat> I can remember this. This was in, it was in, the, it was a warm summer night. And I knew 42. I know. <laughs> I'm old. I'm not that old. I'm, I'm much older. Than that, much though. older than that. Much man. older. I just look good. I have I have a I have a paintings in my closet. You got good jeans. I've got I've got a painting in my closet. Ah, oh, gotcha. To wear <laughs> uh, but um, I can remember sitting outside, and it was just a really it was a weird feeling night. It was one of those just it had a really feel really like humid kind of a night. Um, but it just felt odd to me. I was like, something, it's just, I'm looking around, I'm looking up the sky, the sun was going down. We had this like reddish hue coming over the sky and everything. And, um, I looked up and I saw these balls of light and they weren't far away. That was the whole thing about it. They were probably about 30 to 40 feet into the air because they were right over the top of these trees. I mean, right over top. And there was three balls and they were fuzzy looking. So it's like, imagine a light in a fog. That's what they looked like, but there was no fog. It was perfectly clear at night. And they made no noise at all. And there was like one, two, three in line going, less, I think they were going like east to west. All right. So all of a sudden, though, right over my head, and I'm 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 sitting here going, I wish you I wish I had a picture of my expression because I know I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I'm seeing this is like right there, and um, they all of a sudden stopped. The one in the back and the one in the front they moved. The one in the middle stayed perfectly still, then they move differently. Now they're lined up north to south, and then they started moving again. And they disappeared right, I mean, literally, they looked like they were only maybe five or six feet above the trees when they went over them. And then one went to the right, one went to the left, and one kept going straight forward. And I actually wrote that down, so I wouldn't forget it. But that was the weirdest thing, because I'm sitting here, and it literally was gradiented color. It was like... They were almost like, um, they didn't change colors. That was the other thing. They didn't go from like, they weren't there flashing or anything like that. They stayed a constant, almost like, they had like a yellowish core in the middle. And then their colors kind of came out more of an orangish color. They were, they weren't the color of the sky at all. I mean, you could, you could sit there and look at them going, yeah, they're right there. I mean, but they looked like about the size of a beach ball from my perspective. So they had to be much bigger if they were 40 Forty or so feet up in the air, they were much bigger than what I what I was thinking. But it was it was really amazing. But there was not one sound. There was no sound to them at all. And unfortunately, I didn't have my cell phone with me because if I did, I could have just taken like pictures or a video or something. But it was just so amazing to see those things. But you know, but my parents have seen stuff like that over Auburn as well over the railroad tracks. So. I just find that, you know, like I said, I don't know what they are. I don't know if they're the little green men, but um, I do believe there's life. Pterodactyl ghost. Huh? Pterodactyl ghost. That's what it is. It's like I always said, I believe that there is life out there in the universe somewhere. 
Um, I just think it'd be a mighty big waste of space if we're the only ones in the vastness of the universe. Um, and my question would be if multiverses are actually true, would we, would we still be the only life in the multiverses? I mean, well, uh, if you subscribe to quantum physics, multiverses do exist. Yeah. That's yeah. why I've always wanted a, a physicist with us to do an investigation. Yeah. Like, Some, like, sometimes the multiverses push me just a little <clears throat> bit too much on a level because they're just like, eh. But, you know, the idea is that whatever decision you make, the other decision creates another multiverse. Yeah, another branch, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, supposedly... It's, it's, like a, it's, like a, it's like a Loki. Yeah, uh, exactly. That's exactly what that is. That's quantum physics. And uh, that's one of the things quantum physics, you know, talks about is multiverses being created like that. And that's why I always wanted somebody who, you know, a physicist or, you know, somebody who's into quantum physics. Mm -hmm. Uh, So if you're listening out there, please contact us. And I'd like for you to join us on an investigation because here's my theory. Your idea of multiverses and things like that could be our version of the paranormal. True. That, that's what we're saying. Then it's just well, something that we don't understand. That. As I run into the microphone now, <laughs> I'm not having a good night tonight. Really not. <laughs> we're you're, running into everything. You're having issues. I'm having issues. Uh, but yeah, I mean that's one thing with me is like you know that there's so much stuff out there. Like I said, I'm not a big proponent of multiverses because it's just like because I know something can only divide so many times before it collapses. Um, but the whole idea. Um, yeah, you ever watch Quantum Leap? No, that's that's a little bit different. They're actually going into something. They're actually displacing somebody temporarily. So, possession. They're actually, they're possessing someone. In a way, yeah. Can they exercise them? Ooh, you never know. See, see, that's another thing. <laughs> with, with Even using Quantum Leap. Because the idea of Quantum Leap is time is a loop. Yeah. It's a big circle. And what they're doing is taking part of that circle and bending it to touch another part of the circle... And, and to to step off this part that they're on to step on the next part of their own. Well, you know what the original concept <clears throat> for the first quantum leap was when it finally got to the end of it? What? To make sure that the quantum leap program got made. That's exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. That's I don't know if anybody ever realized that or not, but that's really what it was. Because if a lot of, I started noticing right at the end, everybody that they were doing something with had something to do with the program. So they were literally making sure that these people did what needed to happen because apparently when they developed the software, they could see where there could be some issues. So they had to make sure that they followed the right track. So Now, if you ever watched the very last one with Scott Bakula. Oh, that's the Bakula is the one I'm talking about. That's yeah. the original ones. Yeah. If they went you, to the day of his birth. No. If you watched it, they said, you know, he never came home. Yeah. But they spelled his name wrong. Really? Yes. I did not know that. Yeah. Huh. I'm kind of wondering if the new Quantum Leap is actually going to uh, actually going to find him. That would be cool and bring him back home. Because I think that one time when they couldn't find him, he would, I, thought was, I thought it was an interesting day that he... But he couldn't jump past his date of birth. Right. So, But the new show seems to be going way back. Yeah, they can, they can t- actually time travel. Okay, so now they can go beyond. Uh-huh. Okay. You know why they were able to do that, don't you? Why? Because of uh, Captain America. When they were able to get down to the quantum realm and just go through the little that's, holes. That's Ant-Man. Or Ant-Man. 
Well, hey, Captain America is the one that went back there at the last. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. <clears throat> you can, yeah. Can you just see him in the 70s going reading about, you know, what's going to happen there? I can't see what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. That's, and you know what? That's one thing that really, that was a suspension of disbelief for me that I just couldn't go to. Yeah. Like Captain America is not going to stop something from happening because yeah, you know, I mean, he he's could, Captain America. Yeah. He could have gone and he could have stopped so much stuff that led up to him having to jump. Yeah. So... And honestly, uh, my kind of, and this is going to piss people off if they're big Marvel fans, I really look at the last couple of movies as people being freaking selfish as frack. Yeah. Because they're like, oh, we don't want to change the last five years. Because they had a daughter. They had all this other stuff. They had this life that they had built, and they liked pretty much what they had, so they didn't want to change it. So if they would have been actually, when they should have been, uh, selfless, and just whip, snap their fingers, get rid of Thanos, and then take everything back. They were going to have a kid. Well, guess what? They could still have a kid. They just know what it's going to be a girl, <laughs> you know. So, um, but yeah, I mean, so to me, that the then with Captain America doing what he was doing, he he was there. That means that he actually was there when the monsters were coming through. He was there when all that other stuff was happening over there. So. And, and so, he already knew where it was going, where it was going to be. He could have stopped and never did any time. He could, he could have, he could have been, he could have become a different character. Mm-hmm. And he could have said, "Hey, look, this is fixing to happen." He could have been, he could have called himself whatever, and uh, say, I, "I know this is fixing." And he could tell people, you know. So I mean, heck. So that, that's that's something that was just a little bit too much for me for mm-hmm. for when it comes to Marvel. Anyway, so, getting back to the. Well, it's kind of slightly paranormal. Yeah. Because with the quantum physics quantum stuff uh actually you know what they call quantum quantum physics and quantum uh things Mechanics. like that yeah they basically call it the magic of science because mm-hmm. it was like i was saying you know like uh like with quantum you know like say say uh that loop mm-hmm. you know in quantum physics so say part of that circle uh breaks down and touches another part of that circle yeah so say like something from our past comes in and touches our present mm-hmm. and we see it, but it's not quite in the exact reality that we are. Like yeah. it's a little bit out of phase. And then what I mean by phase is it's time is almost exact with ours, but it ain't quite exact with ours. Yeah. So therefore it's it looks, image. yeah. So it gives it a ghost <clears throat> image. So are we actually seeing a paranormal event or are we watching time fall back on itself? Yeah. Well, and there's actually good, uh, several stories, ghost stories, um, about roads over in England when people would be walking and they would see someone solid as they can be. Mm-hmm. They would even acknowledge them. They'd be walking by them. And then they would just, when they would turn around, they'd be gone. Now, who's to say, and, there's, and the funny thing is, though, in certain parts of that, there's some of these areas stories of that happening goes back to that time period where people will see people dressed in odd dress or weird, something different. So who's to say that what those older stories were actually that event happening to that person and people are seeing that person in your loop, like you said, like a bubble, this little bubble that they go through. Cause there's another story about, uh, two ladies in the, um, countryside of England and they're driving along and they turn into this town and 
as soon as they turn into the town, everything changes. They thought that, you know, the buildings were nice. There was these pristine Victorian style type buildings and stuff like that. So it was way back in time. And, um, but everything was like, the time didn't look right. P things just didn't seem right. And they interacted with some of the people, but then all of a sudden they were, they, they did, I think they turned around or they went back and the buildings and everything else changed. They were still there, but they were old and they were dilapidated on some of them. So did they happen to go into a loop or a string or something like that that fell back upon itself? Yeah. Now, see, there's something else I, I would say to go along with that. I just don't that. smoke too much pot. I don't know. Yeah, say, yeah. Possible. Shrooms. <laughs> you put your weed in there. <laughs> we had fun. Yeah. Now, anyway, uh, something I always saw, you know, I'll see every now and then, and it gets me to thinking. Like, I'll see someone who looks like someone I know, but, like, say the person I know is in their 20s. Mm-hmm. But the thing, person I'm seeing that looks like them is in their 80s. Yeah. And I always wondered, am I seeing a future them? And uh, that person's like in a different time loop than I am. Yeah. So they don't see me as me. They just see somebody else completely. Yeah. That's, it. That's an interesting. Or they thought. don't see me at all. Because if the theory of the theory of that time can collapse back on itself or whatever, then... I mean, it's a strong possibility that's what's being seen. But, Very um, paranormal. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's pretty spooky. Uh, Ookie, spooky, wookie, woo. Yeah, I mean, because it's like, you know, that's what we're saying. That's why, that's when, that's why our, our joke is it's just we can't say it's your Aunt Lulu. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, it could be something else. It could be you. Yeah. Now, I will tell you this. If you want to get into something very spooky paranormal, um, I had an aunt that passed away a few years ago now, and I was actually in her room. Everybody else had left, and I was there, and I was, you know, just, you know, just saying my goodbyes or whatever. And um, out of the corner of my eye, and I watched it for several. I mean, I finally left because I felt like it was time for me to go. But what I saw out of the corner of my eye, and I remember, I, I actually. I kept my head this way, but I started to move my eyes over just a little bit, and I could actually see it more clearly. Um, it looked like this. It almost looked like the Matrix coming down, kind of a thing. It was almost, it was almost like bit Matrix, but it was all in black, and it was coming down the wall. And I just, I just, I held, I stayed in there as long as I could, and watched it. But it, I actually watched it come down the wall, and it was like hanging over there. So, I've always thought that was kind of a weird thing, and I've never heard anybody else talk about seeing. Uh, you hear about people seeing like the shadow or a death or whatever else like that. But I mean, I remember seeing the stuff like coming down the wall. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm gonna give you a couple of some cool stories mm -hmm. real quick before we end for the night. Yeah. Uh, and two of them, my two different grandfathers, uh, when, uh, my mom's dad died, mm -hmm. uh, the day of his funeral over at my uncle's house, his son, he said he stepped out of his bedroom and right in the middle of the hall was a giant fishing hook, mm -hmm. you know, wasn't there before. It was just there. And you gotta say, my grandfather was an avid fisherman. I mean, he fished until almost the day he died. Mm -hmm. And there it was. 
fishing hook right there on the floor. My uncle goes, well, daddy ain't in here in five minutes, and he's already done lost his hook. <laughs> and uh, my other grandfather, my dad's dad, mm-hmm. uh, the house that I live in now, it was their house, his house. Sure. And it wasn't too long after he died. Now, I never saw what he was buried in, the suit he was buried in, because mm-hmm. I didn't go to his funeral. I, I just couldn't do it. And uh, it was like a couple of days later, I had this dream. And he walked up to the uh, den door, basically Michael's door. Mm-hmm. And he walked up there, and he looked around the house, and it was after we then moved in and everything. Mm-hmm. And, you know, got it fixed up. Sure. He, he Like, he looked around the house. He looked at me and shaked his head yes, like he liked what we had done. Cool. And he was in a brown suit. Mm-hmm. And I just happened to ask my sister, you know, what did y'all bury Papa in? He said, in his old brown suit. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah. So well, I thought that was kind of neat. He, you know, approved of what I had done to the house. Um, a good friend of mine, you know, Andrew Cooper. Yeah. Um, lawyer. Uh, his father passed away several years ago now. And they had strange <clears throat> happenings inside their house. And um, he's like, oh, I want you to come in and investigate. I want you to do this. He was talking. I, I never told you about this because it never came about because I actually talked him out of it. Um, because the the father would like to feed the squirrels. Well, acorns started to appear around the house in the middle of hallways. And just like there'd be an acorn sitting in the middle of the hallway. There'd be an acorn in the bedroom. There'd be an acorn downstairs and she's like i don't have rats and i don't have squirrels in my house and i and my you know coop was like going well you know i'd like you to come in and investigate and, and he was his, his mom was there and i said well i said and she didn't she's like well i really don't want him to i don't really feel like there's anything bad there and i said i said it doesn't sound like it i said there's no reason for me to come in and investigate i said if you're feel comfortable if it makes you feel happy and you feel like he's still there and he's still kind of like, hey, don't forget to feed the squirrels is basically what he's trying to tell you. Then you know what? You know, there's no reason to investigate, you know. Yeah, and, right. and, I think that, and I think that's something to think about, too, <clears throat> when you want to become a paranormal investigator. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, I guess this is one of the last few words that we have here is, you know, learn that kind of uh, discernment. Yeah. That if the person... You know, if someone's pushing someone into doing the investigation and they really, and they say, well, you know, I really don't want to do this, then don't do it. Exactly. Take the side of the people who are saying, I really, yeah. I don't think I need to. Yeah. I don't feel threatened. And uh-huh. because you get the wrong paranormal investigator in there. And they can really screw things up. They can make, they can change the energy completely. Yep. And make it into a very negative situation for the person. Yep. Where it was at one time a positive information. Okay. Now I'm going to leave you with a spooky one. Leave me with a spooky one. I mean, a very spooky well, it's one. it's October. So, this one come from a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, his, his dad was telling us a story about one of his uh, uncles. Mm-hmm. Who was a uh, sheriff in a different county mm-hmm. here in Alabama back in the 40s and 50s. And, you know, back then, they were extremely racist people back then. Oh, yeah. Apparently, he was one of them. <laughs> he put it this way. He he said his uncle would even brag about the bodies he's hidden or had to kill. He, he even joked about having, you know, bodies in a trunk he had to go, you know, 
had. That's disturbing. Yeah. Now, apparently when this guy uh, was on his deathbed, Mm -hmm. he looked up and he said they were in there with him. And he kept pointing and he said, they're here. They're all here. And they asked him, you know, who are you talking about? Who are you? Who's here? He said, yeah, all all your family's here. He's like, no, no, they're here and they're waiting on me. Yeah. And they're like, what do you mean? He said, all those people, every one of them I killed, they're here waiting on me. Well, yeah, I, I believe that. I believe that's the only that could happen. Yeah. That's <laughs> so be nice. I told you, it's a spooky one. <laughs> yeah. The thought that, yeah, thoughts of that. I've heard of other people who have had stories like that. And usually the person is very, very bad. Yep. And uh, usually they go out pretty hard, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Remember, if you're bad, you could end up getting your just desserts. Yeah. You might. You're, Maybe, don't know, maybe hell isn't eternal, but you might be there long enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Well, that's a pretty good talk tonight, I think. So. Yep. So, if you're going to be a paranormal investigator, number one, make sure you got the mind for it mm-hmm. and the will for it. Yep. Number two, take no as an answer. It Stu- is a good, viable answer. And study a very large subject of think of everything that could possibly. I mean, even be the most a- silly rational explanation could be the actual explanation. Yep. Sherlock Holmes. Yep. Method. Yep. So, um, but again, also be prepared to learn and study, and don't think that you know it all. Because you don't, and you never will. No, not at all. Like so, I said, I've been investigating. For 45 years, and I'm still running into new stuff. Mm-hmm. And I've done paranormal investigation and studied it in the occult areas to learn about those kind of things and superstitions and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, you have to you have to know what you're dealing with. You have to be aware of what it can be for yourself as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I think that's a pretty good one right there. And yeah. yeah. I think I'm going to hit this little button right here. Hit that button. All right. And we'll, we'll see you next time on the Spectral Side. Oh, yeah. And have a great October. I do hope that you've enjoyed the stories from the Spectral Side. <laughs>